Okay, hello and welcome everybody. My name is Natalie. Hello, I'm Kate and you are now listening to the Wellbeing Chat Podcast. In the last episode, we introduced ourselves, a little bit about um, us and our journey. So if you wanted to learn more about our background and who we are, check that out. And this week, we are here to talk about the pandemic, how it affected us and how we are coping with the new normal. It's definitely been a challenging year so far. And with this episode, we'd like to open up a bit and discuss the situation from a mental health point of view. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive in. Natalie, how have you been coping with the situation so far? It's definitely been an interesting time, hasn't it? Um you know, I think I always say yeah. to people, if, if we were to be told that we'd be experiencing a, a pandemic this time last year, we'd all think that that was crazy. You know, we were none the wiser this time last yeah. year going into Christmas. Like it was all, um, yeah, it, it wasn't even on our radar. And I don't think even when it was kind of in China, people weren't necessarily aware or, or didn't think that we'd be affected in any way. So it's definitely been a, an interesting learning curve. Um, for me, I've worked the whole way through. So I'm one of those people Mm -hmm. that's been having three or four jobs just because um, you're covering for people that are off and et cetera, et cetera. Um, So it's been a really busy time. And I think I've been struggling more because it's back to back calls and there's no escape, really. Um, So it's been interesting. Um, I think we'll talk a little bit later about how it is mentally working from home. But that has been quite hard and quite draining. I think one thing I've noticed over the last few weeks is that I think for the most of the period I've been running just on adrenaline and I think a lot of us just went into crisis management mode of I've got my family at home you know I've not got a job anymore we had to just get through it and I think now we're six months in our bodies are starting to kind of almost catch up with us and I feel like a lot of people are experiencing like tiredness fatigue like low mood and I think that's only because that's catching up on us that kind of extended periods of stress from March through to now I think it's only just kind of sinking in especially with the impending potential uh, lockdown again I think people are feeling quite um, yeah finding it quite hard actually and I think it has hit us now rather than three months ago and also the weather's a big a big part of that as well so it's a really good time I think to, to have a discussion about how people are coping because I think people are are aware that actually it is and it has affected them now but a few months ago I think people were just trying to get through it be strong and probably put on a brave face really um what about you Kate what's your kind of experience been yeah um mine has been a bit of a interesting one I literally experienced both sides you know like working in like the frontline kind of environment um because the job i had before this year was an essential business so we kept open and i had to go into work every day which was a bit challenging and different for me especially watching all my friends being followed or working from home it was such a different experience um and then i kept telling myself how nice it would be to work (laughs) from home have a home office and now that it happened because I just got recently a new job um, I actually have really mixed feelings Mm. about it Um, some days I do feel like it's just so much easier and you know I don't have to rush in the morning I that's definitely one positive I'm such a morning person so personally I like to take my time when it comes to like breakfast I do like a bit of reading every day so that's much much Mm. better 
when you work from home but when it comes to like socializing that's I think the most challenging part for me I'm such a people person and I need to be around people like I I just love the environment when you know get to meet new people or you see the same people mm. every day who you can talk to even just for like a quick like small talk or check it's important or anything, isn't it? I think it does difference yeah and I don't think I realized that before um and the other thing is well I really do miss my friends as much as my, I love my family um I think it is getting a bit hard and I think most people can definitely see the impact of the whole lockdown on their personal relationships especially like with those people around you who you spend most of your time with um and like I think one thing we all have to accept that this is absolutely normal mm. if you spend much much more time together in the same environment you are going to have more <laughs> issues more arguments that Definitely. kind of things and it's absolutely okay to talk about it and to accept mm. that um, so I think that's really important yeah it is isn't it I think um, there's been yeah people have been thrown into such an alien situation um, and I think a few things you said there really resonated with me um that kind of structure mm-hmm. and having kind of having your focus and yeah structure throughout the day I think we've lost a little bit and I think like you said making time to have your morning routine or whether that's going for a walk at lunchtime I've said to a lot of my clients like keeping that going almost like getting dressed for the day like you're going to work um yeah. is amazing and really yeah, positive because I think if you don't if you let that go that's where a lot of the like you can downward spiral and that social connection bit is so interesting I read an article the other day about the fact that um like physical connection with other people um even just having you know saying good morning to someone in the coffee shop um raises uh, raises our serotonin levels in our body which is the kind of happiness hormone and I think over time especially people living on their own throughout you know the last few months I think that has had a big effect and I think it's interesting that we took that for granted didn't we with going into an office and seeing the same people but actually for our morale that is so powerful um and what about kind of move like physical movement and things like that and and the the impact on mental health yeah I think that's really important to talk about exercise when it comes to lockdown because uh, what I've seen from the beginning is that people started going into these like different challenges mm. and that kind of thing, which is a great thing in one way. But what I disliked on like especially social media is the sort of like competing against each other, like sort of felt like you know when we leave lockdown, you have to come out of the house with like six packs and that sort of things. And I think what's really important is that just get moving. Like it doesn't have to be very challenging, or you know, it doesn't have to be like a bikini body yeah, kind of. It's goal. doing what makes you feel just good. Get moving, it? you know, and that might be dancing, yeah, exactly. putting some music you on know, really loud in the kitchen. Yeah, dancing, I do know. that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. um, it's been an interesting um, chance to kind of reevaluate, uh, reevaluate though, hasn't it? And I think we've talked a lot about about the negatives, but I think um, that negative comes with a positive opportunity. I think because uh, I think people have been able to stop and actually get off the hamster wheel and actually look at their lives mm-hmm. and actually look at 
what elements of their lives they love and which elements just aren't working for them. So a lot of my clients have actually like come to me because of lockdown and actually done loads of work around like values and like actually what are, what do I love like about my life and what don't I, I love? I think actually that's the positive in this and that people have had a bit of space to step back and look at, well, hang on a minute, how do I want my life to look differently post lockdown? You know, and that comes with challenges because that isn't easy, but it's an opportunity for people to be in a better place as a result of this pandemic. And I think we don't talk about that enough, do we? We we, we know there's lots of negatives, but there's also an opportunity, a positive opportunity mm-hmm. in there somewhere as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the key terms that comes to my mind with this whole pandemic situation is reflection. And actually within like a few months, I made life-changing decisions based on how I've been feeling that just this year um I just recently turned like 25 which kind of makes me feel like you know it's sort of like the line when you have to get your life together that kind of I wish I was 25 Um, I'm a lot older than 25 I'm not too much older but yeah I know what you mean like it's it's definitely a stage in your life isn't it I think 25 yeah um but it's crazy to look back and see how 25 years has been much longer than these like few past months Mm. but that affected my life decisions now more than anything before um so I think reflection is definitely a key term this year um because people had more time to you know just look at what matters and yeah just like improve their like overall well-being as well just to spend more time on themselves I think self-care has definitely Definitely. I think the industry like self-care industry is one of the industries out of this pandemic that have done really well because actually people have like Mm -hmm. learned to like actually look after themselves and actually give themselves that time which is which is amazing because we were just running on adrenaline before we were just so busy there was always these distractions everywhere we go and I think it's actually slowed us down a little bit but it's funny you mentioned the fact that initially everyone was doing all these challenges because I remember a lot of people as well trying to say how am I gonna be a better person through lockdown and like how am I whether I'm am I gonna learn a new skill or learn a new language or all these things but I think we've kind of relaxed into that a little bit more now in that there's not the pressure to like improve but people are doing it for the right reasons and I think that's a really nice shift because initially it felt like oh god I've suddenly got to become a better human through lockdown just (laughs) because everyone was suddenly almost finding these new new skills but I think that was a bit of a mini panic reaction to the situation and we've now leveled out and I think people have genuinely found different elements and found different passions but in a nice organic natural way way rather than it being forced which it felt like it was being quite forced initially didn't it yeah I think I think what's important to like uh, mention here is when you pick a new like hobby or you're trying to like you know find something that keeps you occupied it's important not to give in to like social expectations that you can see especially on social media do something that you love because that makes you happy not because you see other people doing Mm, that definitely yeah it's a really nice chance I say again to a lot of my clients like just have some fun with it play around with all these different things that you think you might enjoy and actually if you don't enjoy 80% of them so what you've tried it like because I think sometimes we just don't try enough and, and have enough variation in our lives you know 
Um, and that's the good thing about the virtual element of lockdown is the fact that everything or a lot more is available online. So people have been able to digest information, mm-hmm. um, whether that's from like painting workshops or wine tasting workshops or kombucha brewing workshops. People have been able to like <laughs> sample so much more. And I think that's really positive because actually people can then decide actually that lands with me I really resonate with that and they can then almost have that comparison really whereas before we had such a a fixed gaze on 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 kind of our life and what was in it I guess really yeah so from a personal point of view I was asked uh, what do you think you found the most challenging part of the whole pandemic and what's the most positive positive thing that you have achieved That's a really hard question, isn't it? Um, I think the hardest part for me was giving up control because I think, and a lot of people through the work situation have had to give up control around work because obviously, you know, a lot of jobs have been, you know, removed, reduced, taken away from people. Mm -hmm. So I was actually a threat of being put on furlough back in April And I actually didn't go on furlough in the end because a a piece of work came up from a new client. But when I was told I'd be going on furlough, I I had a massive panic because although I would have actually in reflection enjoyed that time because I would have been able to do lots of coaching, I think internally it really challenged me because it was taking away all of my structure uh, of what existed and what I knew at that time. So I think the control element of not having my Monday, Monday to Friday job for me, was a massive challenge. I think that's the hardest thing yeah. I learned, definitely. Um, and I think probably the biggest thing I've overcome, that was your second question, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Um, I'd say actually connecting to my feminine energy has been a re- like a real, I've, I've moved forward a lot in that, in that sense. So what I mean by that for people listening um, is, I guess I'd explain feminine energy by being a lot softer, and not being driven by structure masculine energy is very much around kind of um, success outcomes um you know the the how and the what and the why around the structure of how we live our life the feminine energy is almost getting up in one moment and thinking what do I feel like I want to do today and almost like tapping into my into your intuition a bit more so I've kind of spent some time connecting on developing that part of myself through yoga cooking meditation and it's it's really nice because I'm seeing the benefits of that now. And I think in my normal life, I probably wouldn't have had the time to spend that time connecting to developing that part of me. So I think that's definitely the the positive. What about you? The same questions back at you. Um, I love yours, by the way. I think for me, it, I can relate to like losing control kind of thing because I am the kind of person who loves planning um I just I always have plans and the fact that that ability was taken away from me without me having any say um that was definitely I think the most challenging part of it plus uh something that's a bit more physical than mental is that the inability to Mm. travel Uh, I love traveling like I live through traveling I love meeting new cultures and discover new places and I was actually about to go to Australia when oh, the whole wow. thing happened. That's a big change, was, isn't it? Yeah, I was 
Yeah, I was very, very disappointed um, and kept hoping for like weeks because Australia actually had like a very positive yeah, they um, attitude yeah. in the beginning and they kept saying like, we welcome all tourists. So I was like crossing fingers that I could go. But actually like, you know, it had to happen in a different way. Um, I had to come back home and like come up with new plans, which was quite shocking. Um, so yeah, definitely losing that opportunity to like open freely um and just like travel wherever i wish um yeah that was a bit like heartbreaking but definitely learning like a lot of life lessons mm. through this and i was lucky enough to travel a lot before the pandemic and i do treasure those like moments and memories like even more than before yeah definitely um so that's like a positive and I've been reflecting a lot. I think the most positive outcome was definitely that I had more time for reading. Mm. Um, I used to read a lot, but then as I got into university, I spent most of my time reading the books that they recommended in my course. Yeah. Um, not so much for like personal development kind of um, purposes. So being able to read even more mm. was a massive thing for me. Um but I think what helped the most um, to stay like positive during this whole thing um, was being able to create like a morning routine. Yeah. And for those who struggle with like losing the ability to control their life, I think that helped me a lot. As like I, it doesn't matter where I wake up in the morning. I know that the first half an hour will be about me. Will be about self development, reading, making sure that I'm okay first of all, mm. and then I can go and help others as well, or you know, attack today and just do whatever makes me happy. But I think for me, creating that little bit, just that half an hour in the morning, first thing, um, just writing like a gratitude list yeah. as well, just to make sure that I am acknowledging all the things I can be grateful for. I love that. Was definitely. Yeah, that was very important. And then I did a bit of reading every day and it's still like my morning habit. So I do have more time working from home office now, uh, which I appreciate. But yeah, back to the main point, reading was definitely the most positive outcome for me. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. That's super helpful. And I think there's so much there that we all just need to uh, sometimes hear um, someone else's reflection on on that to kind of then understand how we can be positive as well um so just to sum up what would you say your top tip would be for anyone kind of struggling with their mental health right now is there anything that you'd kind of yeah say would be your top tip that you'd give someone if they're if they're struggling in any way um I think from a personal point of view and according to like my experience, it definitely would be to create a habit mm. and you don't have to think of anything too serious, but doing at least one thing the same every single day, I think that helps to like create a bit of control over your life, list a few things that you're grateful for or that you're looking forward to um, and just do a bit of reading. It can be like about self-development that's what I find the most useful but just make sure there's something that stays constant mm. in your life I think that's definitely the most yeah um, useful tip that I could give to people yeah I love I, How no, I love that morning routine bit that you've just said because actually I think I'm I'm actually the opposite in that I 
a, be- a good bedtime routine for me is really important because I can get quite mm-hmm. anxious and quite um, my mind can be quite full of ideas and things I need to do. So sometimes doing that journaling and reflection before bed for me almost like empties my mind and actually I sleep better. But I think it's interesting and what I'd say is almost just test out what works for you. Don't don't make it or force it to be a morning routine or a bedroom a, a bedtime routine. Just just try things out because actually everyone's different. And actually, it, it might be that somebody has a a mid morning routine or an afternoon routine. You know, it's about actually giving <laughs> yeah, yourself some space in that day where you give yourself a bit of what you need. Um, really. So no, I love absolutely love that. I guess my my top tip would be spend the time to kind of reflect on on your values because I think a lot of um it's a really nice place to start with self-exploration I don't know Kate whether you've done much value work but with my clients they always start at values and I think there's so many great online quizzes where you can at least just like almost ask yourself what's important because I think sometimes this is a great opportunity to do that reflection we've talked a lot about reflection today and I think if you my top tip would be just just have a reflect on what you value in life because actually coming out of this you have then a chance to live your life differently and and more in alignment with who you want to be in the world and I think that's what I'd say spend the time just doing a little bit of thinking and journaling about and meditating about about values it's very very powerful um okay um so I guess just to (laughs) yeah I I guess just to sum up um what we've talked about today um I think it's important for us just to reference that more than two-thirds of adults in the UK so that's 69 percent report feeling somewhat or very worried about the effect of COVID-19 is having on their life. Um, The most common issues affecting well-being are worry about the future, feeling stressed or anxious and feeling bored. So I think everything we've talked about today does cover off a lot of that in terms of actually finding the opportunity in, in this moment and actually encouraging people to create a bit of structure, take a bit of control back and actually use it as a positive experience rather than a negative. So I think that's that's a really nice note to to finish on um yeah we really hope that you enjoyed this session found it important we found it important to include this topic because the pandemic is affecting everybody yeah absolutely and to help you a little more our next episode will be about meditation which will include a meditation challenge as well starting the first of november so listen in the next two to catch the details and it's a very practical um yeah meditation is a very practical skill but um we're here to kind of help you on your meditation journey and and share our experience of meditation as well because it's a really great tool to have in your toolkit um until then make sure you take care of yourself physically and mentally and we uh, look forward to speaking to you again soon bye for now